This is Eighth Day Encouragement, a recap of the Sunday service, offering hope and faith from the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. You can find us online at holytrinity-nyc.org. If it were possible or practical, I might have invited a guest preacher for today. I wouldn't have been looking for a biblical scholar or a theologian, but instead probably a botanist or someone else who might know about the propagation of plants. I would want them to tell us all a little bit about grafting. Grafting is, of course, the way of propagating plants, where a part of one plant is fused with or inserted in or joined with another plant. Sometimes a cut is made in the hosting plant and a bud from the other plant is inserted. Sometimes plants simply grow very closely together, eventually growing into one another, much like a couple that lives and loves together over many years. At other times in grafting, the main plant, the stalk, is simply split and the other plant, the scion, is then inserted into the cleft. The place where they're joined is then covered with a grafting compound of some kind so that the new bond might grow and strengthen. Grafting in the plant world is used to create beauty, sometimes to create hardiness, sometimes to help with repairs, and other times to create more pollen. And so if we were that other sort of church, we'd all be out in the garden receiving a show-and-tell lesson on grafting. And then I would have someone read today's gospel. Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. I am the true vine and my father is the vine grower. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. In other words, Jesus is the vine onto which all of us are grafted. A place is made for each one of us. Sometimes that place is made through difficulty, through labor, through painful changes, through what feels like growing pains. And other times we're grafted into Christ's body, the church, in ways that feel a little crowded at first, like maybe we're not getting all the individual attention we need or deserve, but, but then over time, with faith, we grow into realizing that, that our part is to complement and grow alongside. We all grow into being the branches. We see how this happens in in the world of sharing our faith in the first reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Philip is trying to answer questions of an Ethiopian eunuch. The fact that the Holy Spirit brings Philip together with this other person is, is typical of the way God works. Um, An Ethiopian eunuch would not only have probably had darker skin, would have been from a a foreign or exotic land in the mind of Philip, Um, but as a eunuch, like now, like then, eunuchs were, were different sexually. They were thought to be of little harm to the queen, and so eunuchs would guard the queen. But they were perceived as sexually other, as outsiders, as not quite fitting in. And so here the Holy Spirit has has moved Philip to go and meet and engage someone who is about as different from him as possible. 
But here is God, the master gardener, sending Philip toward Gaza, having Philip meet this Ethiopian. And then out of the meeting of these two very different people, God makes something new. The Ethiopian is baptized. He's grafted onto the life of God in this world, the very life of Christ in this world. As he's baptized, he begins to become a little more like Jesus, just like all of us do, initially through baptism and then incorporation in the body of the church. This Sunday, when we talk about Jesus as the vine, we could still go outside and wander around in the garden and look closely and learn. We could see what God is doing out there. But with eyes of faith, we can see the same thing inside the church, even in a mirror. God has grafted each one of us into God's body, the church. Especially during the pandemic, we've been busy gardening at Holy Trinity. I don't just mean our beloved volunteers who've kept outside looking nice and welcoming, but I'm grateful to all of those listening and supporting and attending and our our leaders, our vestry and staff who have joined me in using the tools we have to dig in some new ways, to be open to new practices and perspectives, and and to be open to all the new people God might graft onto us. Some of what we've tried as a church has not always grown, but we can trust that God will continue to do some weeding and pruning. That's just part of the experience. That's part of our growth together. Just like outside the church and the rest of the world, we've all got to learn a lot about changes in cultural climate, but we also have to learn about changes in climate within the church and within those who would attend church with church growth patterns and cultural climate. In other words, we need to develop and find some new tools, and we always need more gardeners to help and invite and assist in God's work of graceful grafting. We can look around and see the variety and beauty of God's gardening work as God has grafted us on in his church. Sometimes the graft takes beautifully and sometimes it needs a little more care, a little more work. But whatever the case, the scriptures today remind us that Jesus is the vine and we are the branches. And God promises to tend us and watch over us until we grow into the very perfection of God's love. Let us pray. Almighty God, whom truly to know is everlasting life, grant us so perfectly to know your Son, Jesus Christ, to be the way, the truth, and the life, that we may steadfastly follow his steps in the way that leads to eternal life, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. On May 2nd, the choir sang a setting of John chapter 14, If Ye Love Me. It's by the contemporary composer Philip Wilby.
You've been listening to Eighth Day Encouragement. The eighth day is a Monday after the seven days of the week, but the eighth day also stands as a new creation outside the pattern of the usual seven. And so the eighth day symbolizes resurrection, hope, and the possibilities for new life. I'm John Bedingfield, the priest and rector at the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. I hope you'll come and visit us in person one day, but you can also worship with us through Facebook Live, follow us on YouTube, and learn more at holytrinity-nyc.org. God bless you this week and always.